Hey, this is Rob with Local Tri Vibe, and uh, you can't see us because it's a podcast, but we are sitting on the beach in Virginia Beach right now. It's a beautiful day, and I am here with Dana, our swim editor for Local Tri Vibe. Dana, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Hey, I appreciate you meeting me out here on a Saturday, It's, uh, but it doesn't get any better than this. Oh, it's beautiful. Any day by the water is a good day. Exactly. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Dana is a... Uh, That the uh, 2016 was that the 2014 James, 2014 two years ago yeah awesome so um, she's been around a little bit she, like what kind of distances do you coach swimming wise I specialize in long distance ultra swimming so an ultra swim is anything over 10 miles so I consider myself an ultra distance specialist eh, so she's kind of been around a little bit but and, and I and it's trust me listen I love swimming I love it love it love it I've only been doing it for about three or four years now. Um, as an actual swimmer, not just someone messing around in the water. But um, that's not what attracted me to have this conversation with Dana in the first place or approach her to be the swim editor. It was a description that I, I read of hers somewhere on one of her pages. Or she talked about just open water swimming. It was nothing technical about it. It was not about gear. It was about a feeling. So, um, Dana, do you, do you even know which piece I'm, I'm talking about? I think it's the piece I wrote about open water swimming for Endurance Magazine uh, last year. That's that's yeah. possible, but so I know that it's um, I know that you do this technically. I know that you knew this coach wise, but there's an element that you have in your description of of something else. It's something deeper than just going out there and, and crushing a swim. Can you tell me a little bit about what you feel when you're open water swimming? Sure. I mean most. People get into the open water because they have to, because they're training for a triathlon or whatever, but a small percentage of people find that they have a deep connection with the water and they just love it. They feel at home when they're in the water, they're comfortable, you know, they're not afraid they're going to be attacked by a shark. You know, the thought, the thought is always there, but I was like, you know what, if I was to get attacked by a shark right now, I'm doing what I love and there's worse ways to go. Without a doubt, without a doubt. So the thing is, I've, I've never, until I read your piece, I felt that. But I was always around people who were, who were just, you know, not necessarily people who were afraid, but just who were not as excited about being in the open water as I was. And I, I just, I don't, I just, I just didn't know that there were other people that felt this way. But um, I will tell you that it's not just a deep connection. It's a, it's a peaceful, like I get into the craziest conditions of water and it just, it doesn't matter. The conditions don't matter. It's the connection that absolutely settles my soul in an, in an instant. I mean, Absolutely. I just, and that's one of the great things. Is to be a good open water swimmer, you have to be able to adapt and roll with whatever conditions the water decides to throw with you that day. And, uh, you know, people that love it, they enjoy that. They enjoy the challenge of having to switch up their stroke and change their tempo and their breathing. And it's never more. Right. Always, you know, you're outside, it's beautiful, you have good friends with you going for a swim, yeah, yeah it's a good time. And, and you know, for me, even though, even when I'm in a pack of swimmers, even when I'm open water swimming, it's the one thing where you are, you're not having a conversation with anybody, you know what I mean? Right. You're there, yeah. but it's, you really do tune out. And for me, it's one of the most active, mentally active time frames for me. So what, what I mean by that? So 
you, you're doing a lot of adjusting, right? So I got, I've gotten to the point now and I, where whatever conditions you're in, what has occurred to me is there's a rhythm to everything. Even in choppy conditions, there's a rhythm to the choppiness. It's not random. And if you're fighting it the whole way, it's miserable. I'm not going to lie. It, oh, it, yeah. And there are times when I get out of sync, when it's miserable, and I'm, I'm like, I can't get it. Like, I can't figure out the rhythm. But that's the whole thing is you don't have to figure it out. You just have to let go in the, in the rhythm. You become part of that rhythm, and all of a sudden – Every time you go to take a stroke, you have clean air. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. you're not trying to breathe in your, your terms, you're trying to become one with something deeper than yourself. So Absolutely. So where did you learn how to swim? I learned to swim at uh, the community pool in Lockport, Illinois, oh when I was God. probably six years old. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So pool swimming forever? When pool did you swimming, jump in the- Pool swimming forever. I did. Uh, my mom and dad were triathletes, and I started doing some open water swims. I, I used to do, uh, I like to do relays, and I like to do the swim leg, because even though I was a like, little itty-bitty, I'd still be the first woman out of the water, and that was just always, yeah. Nice. So much fun. So when did you, tell me about your first open water swim experience. Was it as scary as most people? Did you take to it immediately? I did kind of take to it immediately. My first really long open water swim, I did uh, the Lake Mendota Crossing in Madison, Wisconsin, and it was, I had a kayak that led me, I think it's like 4.5 miles across the lake. It was freezing cold. I did not put um, stuff on my neck where the Velcro meets, and it rubbed my neck raw. But it was, yeah, I loved it. I got out of the water, and I was like, yeah, you know, what's next? (laughs) How how much further can I go? Right. So what is the longest you swam so far? I've done a 13.1 miles uh, in the pool last year to raise money for Make-A-Wish. Oh, wow. Good gosh. That's So listen. I'll swim in the pool. I don't mind it. I, it's a necessary evil. And I don't, I don't even like to use those terms. Swimming is swimming, right? But, yeah. um, but sometimes you've got to get in the pool, and, um, and I make the best of it. But 13 miles in the pool. Oh, it was, yeah. <laughs> well, I have headphones. They, they have uh, the Fidis makes a jawbone uh-huh. speaker. It, set, it rests on your cheekbones, and the right. vibrations go right through your jaw, so you get crystal clear sound. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that, cool. that's what saved me during that swim. Tell me about open water swimming. What's your longest open water swim? Ten miles, my longest open water swim. Wow, where was that? I did swim this up in Chattanooga. It's a downstream ten-mile swim. Oh. Yeah. Oh. How was the water, clarity-wise? Because I know that's everybody's oh, big issue. It's about the same as Chesapeake Bay. There's no clarity. It's <laughs> <Tennessee> River. <or laughs> no. <Yeah>. That's <laughs> horrible. Now, you do some things outside of this. You just mentioned Make-A-Wish. Tell me about that. What, uh, what are your causes? Because I love purpose and endurance. I had, when I was training for Ironman Chattanooga, one of the people I was training with was a local fireman. His name was Jason Greer, and he was raising money for Make-A-Wish. His son had um, neuroblastoma, I believe. So his son had cancer, and he was doing the race to help raise money. And so when I had a swim, I knew I wanted to do a fundraiser, and so I raised money um, in his son's name for Make-A-Wish. Oh, wow. Very cool. So, um, ironically, you and I are sitting on the uh, Chesapeake Bay. Uh, I guess we're near uh, Bowie 44. We're looking at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel. So my goal next year is to swim across from Fisherman's Island, which is about 11-point miles straight ahead of us, mm-hmm. to the beach we're sitting at now. So I'll be raising money for Angels Angels at that point. Awesome. And uh, I just think that um, we have a gift. Um, if we're able to swim or run or bike or walk or even wake up in the morning, it's a gift that we should share 
um, if we feel inclined. But um, if it grabs you, it did in your case. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, tell me what you do in uh, what's your day job? What do you do, and, and what else? Um, what else do you do? I run a Botox clinic called Hawaii Blue in Newport News. Nice. Yeah, so I love my Botox. I also do marketing for In and Out Express Care and I and O Medical. So where's uh, where's In and Out Express Care? There is an In and Out Express Care in Virginia Beach, Chesapeake, Hampton, and we are reopening our Newport News location. So I call these um I, these like I just did what it is. I call it the doctor box. That's the same kind urgent of thing. care. Urgent care. Urgent there you go. Right, yeah. right, right. Gotcha. Yeah. And I know medical specializes in occupational medicine, so workers' comp cases like have hazardous materials, physicals, DOT physicals, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. So all right, so um, open water swimming, but you got to swim in Hawaii for a while. Your mother, your, your parents oh, yeah. were triathletes. Yeah, I, we, I lived in Hawaii for fifteen years. The so water in Hawaii, you know, that, that's that's where the name Hawaii Blue came from. That's nice, like oh, surfer yeah. slang for the water in Hawaii is Hawaii Blue. So then, um, sea turtles is it everything that people say? The coral, the sea turtles, the fish swimming around. Absolutely, it's gorgeous. You can see dolphins. I've seen dolphins. I have never seen a shark. You know they're there, but I've never seen one. Correct. Um, the fish are brightly colored. You know they're just gorgeous. You can see all the way down to the bottom in most places. Right. There's just nothing like it. And you got to do that for 15 years? Yeah. And then you came here? <laughs> I know, right? Well, we moved back to the mainland because my parents were getting close to retirement age, and it's just too expensive yeah. to retire in Hawaii. So. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So you now you're, uh, you, where are you swimming these days? You're swimming in pools? You find some open water spots? Usually just open water. What you, you got any secret spots you can share or no? This is my backyard, so I come right up the Chesapeake Bay and swim. Nice. Um, yeah. what, what kind of distances are you doing now? Just typical workouts? A couple of miles. Are you training for anything in particular? I'm not. No? I'm kind of past the point of racing, so mm-hmm. now I'm just swimming because I love it. Gotcha. But you're still yeah. coaching, though. Are you coaching masters or any swim? I'm not currently coaching. You're not no. coaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. But would you take coaching clients? I'm digging here, people. I'm digging hard to try to get uh, <laughs> some, some coaching going on. But uh, are you taking on clients if somebody approaches you? I would do, yeah, private if okay. somebody was interested. Yeah. All right. So newbie swimmers, talk, talk to me about um, people listening to this who are like, you know, I want to do triathlons, but I can't do the open water. How do you tell them to get over their fear? How, what advice do you give new people? First thing I would say is go to the open water and get in the open water. Bring a friend. You don't want to go alone. You need to just spend time in the water. You know, if you're training for a triathlon in the open water, you need to be training in the open water because it's not the same right. in any way, shape, or form. Right. And you need to get comfortable in the water. I do love to talk to pool swimmers who are, who are excellent pool swimmers. Yeah. And I let them know, oh, that's awesome. I'm sore, too. I do, um, I'm doing, a, you know, a triathlon. They're like, oh, no, 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 no open water. No, yeah. we do pool lanes and... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally surprised by how many swimmers have, like, no desire to get into open water. But it's like cycling or anything else. There are different, you know, different specific aspects of it, like mountain biking or road biking or commuting or whatever. So, yeah. um, But I'll tell you, I, I embrace it all, but I really I love my open water swimming. So, okay, so get in the water, do it with somebody. I guess there's really no, no um, substitute for just getting out there. No, there's not. Is there a way to facilitate, based on your experience, a connection like you feel a connection i do i felt the connection i've i've since found two or three other people who really feel deeply connected to the ocean but is there a way to facilitate that or you just have to let it happen or let go you just have to let it happen yeah i mean i i fought it at first i was you know training to do the swim the suck in chattanooga and i got in the open water because i had to and i didn't like it right i used to just dread it because sometimes we were swimming in chattanooga and the water was running 
fast, and, you know, it could be scary. Right. So, yeah, you got to let go, like you said, and once you... Once you're able to get into a rhythm and relax on the open water, that's where yep. I'm happiest. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Um, well, listen, I appreciate your time. It's uh, it's always good to talk to somebody who feels the same way I feel about water, um, but who's much better than I am, which is okay because um, it means I can pick your brain and you can't Absolutely. pick mine. So. Happy to help. Awesome. Dana, thanks so much. I appreciate it, and um, I look forward to talking to you again at some point, okay? Okay. Take care, Rob. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Local Tri-Vibe. Check us out.